But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Uh, usually joining us uh, is our co-host, Baz, but today he's a little under the weather. Uh, so, you know, hope you feel better, Spaz. Um, also, join, But joining us also is your co-host, Julie. Hello from the great green first day green north. Oh, really? Finally? Spring has finally sprung? It's been winter, <laughs> summer, yeah. winter, summer. Yay. But yes, now it's spring. Uh, your co-host, Thorsten? Yeah, great weather here in Germany, by the way. Oh, good. Uh, hello. <laughs> your co-host, Jacob? Right, I arrived at a minute's notice, apparently. Good grief. My apologies. No worries. No worries. And your co-host, David. Hello, hello. So, uh, friends, uh, this week we have a topic show because uh, I've reached out for some guests, but, you know, nothing's been confirmed yet. So we still got irons in the fire in that regard. So we have a topic this week, and this topic was Julie's idea. Uh, Today we're going to talk about uh, retro games. Uh, Now... (laughs) <laughs> we're still kind of, fi- we're still, I'm going to be honest. We're still kind of figuring out what that means. <laughs> Cause it's, that could be anything, you know, but there's th- a lot of, there's a lot of relativity there because uh, retro just means old and old. It means technically anything older than what uh, te- technically anything that exists is already old. So it oh, sounds, so it sounds like what we've, we've talked about at least to start with are our first games for our first systems, whether it's a computer or a console. So oh, good uh, grief. So uh, I'll go first because, uh, well, my first console was uh, Pong. I got Pong when I was like four years old. So I don't know if that counts because it's only the whole system was the game. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know if that counts because um, it's kind of by default. So what I was going to talk about was my first uh, computer game. I can go with my first console game if we do another round. My first computer game, uh, and I couldn't find a way to emulate it. I tried. Uh, my first computer was a uh, Radio Shack TRS-80, uh, the color computer, which was about the size of a hard cover book. It uh, only ran on basic. And... Uh, it, it's keys were like chiclets, like pieces of gum, like little, little, it was a terrible keyboard, probably one of the worst keyboards I've ever used. Uh, but in 1983, that was amazing, you know, and back in the olden days, yeah. when the Soviet Union still existed and Top Gun <laughs> wasn't even a thing. No, it was, this was three years before Top Gun, but uh, my first game on the thing that I didn't program myself came on a cassette tape. You actually had to get a cassette tape drive, which looked like those old cassette players that play. It, it was a cassette player and a speaker built in and had the handle, you know, those kind of rectangular things. Um, it was a specific yeah. drive that connected to the TRS-80 and it had five games on it. And because I love spaceships and space, the first game I played was Lunar Lander. Uh, which I'm sure everybody knows. Uh I believe I've seen on the stream on, on yeah, the stream. That's the best version I could find in short. I, Cause I tried like three different TRS emulators. I couldn't get it to work. So I found a browser version of lunar lander. That was you know, not, 
exact to the TRS-80 version I played, but close enough. Um, and I played the hell out of that thing because I don't know if y'all play Lunar Lander, but that game is both amazing and infuriating. Uh, <laughs> so that was like the first computer game that really uh, grabbed hold of my imagination was Lunar Lander because, you know, the graphics were so you know, rudimentary back then, all you had was your imagination. So I would imagine like, I'm on a, I'm on a rescue mission. You know, I got to get these astronauts. I got to land just right so they can get on and I can get, I can get away, you know? Um, but, and so like, I would always imagine trying to save these astronauts and, uh, it was, it's such a, even today it is a challenging as hell game. And I've included a link, um, Hang on, let me see if I can post the link in the chat because I I found. Let me include a link to the browser version I found, because um, it, it's very easy to load and play. It plays in anything. Um, that's the browser version I found, which I'll also include in the show notes for the podcast. Um, and it was I I spent like ten minutes playing it just, and I I wanted to throw my keyboard out the window real fast. <laughs> Oh man, those old games, they did brings back memories. Oh God, those old games, they did not care at all about how you felt. (laughs) (laughs) These are really fuck your feelings games. They didn't give a shit. Excuse my language. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's, this is the first, at least computer game that I played that really, you know, uh, Really grabbed hold holding me by the cojones. So, uh, Julie, which game did you want to talk about first? Well, my first game goes back, and here I'm really going to date myself. It's like, she's how old? My first game was before there was, my first computer game, before there was an internet, when everybody was said. Uh, what in the heck is a Nintendo NES? I've never heard of it before. Back in the early 80s, back in college, I had 11 roommates. and Oh, my God. Uh, it was like a dorm situation, right? And it was the, uh, it was named after the, what's the, uh, oh, this party that disappeared in the uh, mountains. Oh, God, the cannibal party. They started to eat each other. Anyway, it was named after them. And the uh, uh, one of my roommates was a computer science major. And this was, you know, like I said, like 81, 82. So it was, uh, and it was a mainframe computer where at the university I went to. And, and they, somebody had programmed a top-down space game and it was these little characters it was like white characters on an amber screen and it was just like a little triangle and your ship and it shot out though you you press enter and your and the little ship shot something out the front and it was this um it wasn't massively multiplayer, but there were a lot of people who would come in in the wee hours of the morning and play this, and it didn't have a game. It was just something that some computer science major had put together, and you'd have to come in and when it was like no instructors were looking, and it was like 
What are you all doing in here? Nothing. We're doing our homework. Aren't you a fine arts major? Uh, no, really. I'm a computer arts ma uh, science major. So that was my first computer game was a nameless space game that I can honestly say nobody else but me that's on this podcast has ever played. So that was it. That's a shame that they didn't give it. It's a shame they didn't give it a name. It it, it kind of sounds a little space warsy, but not. Well, the asteroids. It was back in the day of amber screens and little ASCII characters, and and uh, just beyond that, obviously. But you know, when nobody's supposed to be in there anyway, doing this game, it was like, okay, here's the password. Don't get caught. So that was my. <laughs> That was my first computer game was on a university main of, uh, I won't say what university it is, but um, mainframe. <laughs> They're not going to come for you now, Julie. <laughs> university. Yes, it was undergraduate <laughs> school. And uh, because my, I, my Facebook page says something different just to kind of protect myself. I've had my identity <laughs> stolen a couple of times. So. Yikes. I'm sorry about that. All right, uh, Thorsten, what do you got for your first uh, retro game we could talk about today? Okay, I've got to range out a bit now. <laughs> uh, I never, never, I never owned, owned uh, any any console. Uh, never owned a, a PlayStation. I never owned uh, an Atari VCS back then. But uh, everyone else in my in in uh, of my friends did. Uh, so the first game I've ever played was something like 19, yeah, 1979. Nee, uh, 1997, I mean. Uh, was was uh, was a game of Pong on, 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 on VCS. And we played the shit out of the simple game. Wait, Pong on the VCS? Yes. We call that the 2600 over here. For some reason, ah, okay. I don't, okay, I don't okay, know. Okay, okay, okay. No, okay. I don't know why VCS didn't take off because they called it that. It was that. That was that on the box. It said that. It actually said, I think, both things on the box. They called it the Atari Twenty Six Hundred VCS. And computer system. Yes, exactly. And uh, well remembered. And um, but yeah, for some reason, overseas it seems that VCS took off, and over here Twenty Six Hundred uh, took off. It both. Most most people just say that Atari, without yeah. without any, any suffix or or, or, or uh, any any particular name, it was the only thing available. Uh, <laughs> but my first real computer was a, a C sixty four, which I got in nineteen eighty four, and uh, the same year I got my first game on that. That was Skyfox. Oh, and that one. I've got to be. I've got to be. I've got to be honest. Uh, uh, that one in, in, did really influence on my whole my whole gaming career to this day. <laughs> uh, it was a simple action flight sim, science fiction flight sim, and uh, I played the shit out of that one. I've watched a video a, a couple of months ago because I didn't. I didn't really really remember the the, the gameplay. After after all those decades, but uh, it immediately came back, and I'm still surprised how much it still holds up in 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 some regard. And um, wow. really, it, it 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 in it 
it influenced me really. Wow. It came out. Look, it looks like it came out for every system except the one I had back in the day. Like, I don't even know what a PC 88 is, honestly, but it came out for everything else, but. <laughs> and now the, uh, the PC 88 was, was, was a, a Japanese, uh, Japanese, uh, uh, computer system. Uh, we had some in Europe, but, but they never took, took out, took, uh, oh, took okay. flight, uh, outside, outside of, of, of Japan. It's oh. same, same like the MSX. Oh, okay. Was, which yeah. was an uh, interesting thing, uh, but back back to Skyfox, you, you basically play a, a combination of uh, of an A10 and uh, and and uh, the Firefox uh, uh, um, plane from from the novel and, and the movie, and, and it's like both planes had had a baby, and uh, <laughs> you end up defending <laughs> defending a planet. <laughs> may, may I say something? Yeah, of course. Yes, of course. yes. <laughs> More of that, please. Ah, I mean, this looks yeah. great. It looks a little Star Raiders-y, too, because you have a tactical display to tell you where to go. There was, there was a lot of gameplay to, to, to it, uh, to be honest. Yeah, it, uh, it, it looks pretty great. It looks like, I mean, it, it's got only 15 missions, but you can play those missions at a variety of difficulty levels. Uh, it looks like. And, oh, I... I God, I wish this made it to the P. I wish this made it to the PC back in the day. I would have played this. Damn it! <laughs> so, so the missions were, were, were more more like like mini campaigns. Uh, to be honest, uh, you you could do a lot. Uh, a lot of things could could happen uh, during during one uh, in Apostrophe's uh, missions. And uh, I, I I still I still uh, have fond memories of, of this game to this day. This looks great. This honestly looks great. <laughs> I would have played the crap out of this back in the day had it come out. Yeah, on, I, on did my- it. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love. Is that the box art that's on that picture? I love yeah. the, I love the artwork. It that's looks a, like it's a Marvel comic. Yeah, it's like a comic. Yeah. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the movie uh, Heavy Metal a little bit. Yeah, if you, if you, yeah. like the, you, you had a lot of you had a lot of 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 of, of this art style back then, especially in the years uh, 1984, 1985. Uh, back when electronic back when electronic arts actually meant something. <laughs> I was about to say, oh yes, oh yes, they, <laughs> they really made great games back then. Oh yeah, oh god, yeah, absolutely, man. Or or better publish them. <laughs> oh, that would be my first pick. Great. Um, Jacob, what about you? All right. So are we asking retro games in general or just the first game I played? Because the uh, first game I played... I think we're on first computer games right now. Okay. So first computer game I played. Well, I will... Um, all of you brace your spines because your, um, your lower back is about to break in half. Oh, no. Uh, because the first game I've, uh, I remember playing on PC rather than like watching someone else like like play it uh, uh, was a little title re- was a little title released in the year of our Lord 2003 Homeworld 2 <laughs> oh wow that was yours wow wow, wow. What, a, what, what a place to start <laughs> yeah so uh, if you so, so if any of you uh, in the audience are wondering how did I, how did I get here I started off strong <laughs> yeah it's true I started off with Homeworld 2, 
and then later on with Descent Free Space. Oh, uh, uh, wow. You started really freaking strong. Like, oh, wow. S- some of the legends of the genre right there. Oh, my God. You merely adopted this. I was born in it. Molded by it. I haven't seen the ground till I was already a man. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> damn that is that is honestly that's a great place to start god damn if you, 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 you you've been spoiled for you for the rest of your life with, 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 with those two games man yeah with all the mods and everything especially like people you could still play descent free space today in the free space yeah. to open engine if you wanted to yes and now, i do still play both to and occasionally hop onto uh the remastered home worlds and play with the mods there both the remastered the original ones because they're a brilliant game. Yeah, like I, that's the thing. I didn't start over with like some uh, with like some pong clone or something that like all due respect was like played by six people on a um, uh, on a on a night on a nineteen inch CRT. <laughs> no, not even nineteen CRT. <laughs> I I know what a CRT is still. I know what a CRT is still. I'll give myself that. <laughs> but it starts off with some. Leviathans of the genre. Uh, however, uh, I would like to mention welcome to retro games. Uh, because of uh, certain circumstances in my life, led me to uh, getting uh, getting into much older games. Simple reason. Uh, one of these days, when I was in middle school, my decided, you know what, you know what, dear Jacob, we're going to teach you how to manage your money. And by that we mean we're still going to buy you stuff. No worries. And if you really want a present, we'll get. You but every month you're gonna get the equivalent of about at the time 50-ish dollars wow. you can spend it on stuff it will certainly set you up like a secondary bank account you can do whatever you can save up you can save up for later or you can buy stuff. so me at the time in middle and late school was stuck with per month um well less less the price play game nowadays <laughs> so i had to make admittedly part of the reason why I don't really never really bothered with AAA games because the price point is not appealing. But because of that, my primary source, uh, like finding at that time, indie games weren't like as big and huge and popular as they are now. Of course, they still existed. But what did happen was there was a lot of old stuff, a lot of really old, a lot of older games on both Steam and especially on GOG. which were just sitting there. Five dollars a pop. <laughs> Just buy them by the literal dozen. I went. Don't mind if I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> Which is how I've acquired. Um, first of all, the entire XCOM series. All of them. <laughs> own okay. every single XCOM game that has ever come out, including the bad ones. The bureau. Mostly, it's, it's mostly enforcer. The bureau is okay. The <laughs> uh, XCOM Enforcer was the one that was oh, God. all of like six minutes, uh. six minutes of it, and they went, no. Yeah, no. I just like got it just so it, so I say I have all the XCOM games. That <laughs> I'm still sad. Um, I'm still sad about Interceptor. It could have been so much better than it ended up being. Yeah, I still liked it. I enjoyed Interceptor. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. When I realized it works better, for some reason, they just clobbered up the uh, flight controls, mouse and keyboard is actually. But regardless, I got a whole bunch of other stuff. I got, um, uh, I got the Privateer games. I got some of the Wing Commander games. I got what else? I get. I'm just scrolling through my GOG. Uh, oh no, 
So it's just wonderful that because we're all different ages here, but you're clearly our youngest uh, co-host. And it's, it's just wonderful that you have access to these older games, you know? Yeah. It's just. I didn't have to like down any suspicious C- CDs. In, uh, oh, God. Yeah, you didn't have to. I- you didn't have to get an ISO and mount it and uh, <laughs> and and all that that gray legal nonsense called abandonware. You didn't have to do that, thankfully, because you can actually buy a lot of these things. Just pay a five with the GOG and uh, the game's yours. I mean, I wish more retro games were available to purchase. Like, God, can you imagine oh, if... Absolutely. God, I would buy Klingon Academy... Twice, yeah, three times over. Klingon Academy still nowhere. It's got to be a licensing issue. It's got to be a weird. It has to be because all the other, even like Star- Starfleet Academy is just on GOG. You can get it. Yeah. Why would you want to? But you all could. The, <laughs> you could. Not true, but you could. <laughs> all the other Star Trek games perfectly available to play. Klingon Academy, the absolute legend of a game that is Klingon Academy. Nowhere to be found. Yeah, it's, it's the, best of, the best of them all. I don't yeah, get it. in my opinion, it's the best Star Trek game, and for some reason, you can't buy it. I I wonder if it's a thing with one of the actors, you know, or something. Like, there's got to be some kind of weird licensing hell it's stuck in. I I just I don't freaking get it. I don't. Um. All right, that's a that's a strong that's a strong first game right there, Jacob. My God. Uh, David, what do you got as your first, I guess we'll stick with computer game. First of all, I just got to ask uh, Jacob Harris, something wrong with your Microsoft like that? You're, you're cutting it out and in a little bit. Yeah, you are cutting out are a bit. Having... Yeah. Uh, just checking before her, before end of gals. All right. I don't know. Go if... to the other room and fiddle with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of it's a voice activation thing or what, but you're, you're kind of, it's, it's like a bad cell connection. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's it, it, it's a Discord thing, to be honest. It, it might it's be a Discord a thing. Like, it might be a Discord it thing. It, it's it's a lot, lot like lot like the problems I I had last. Week. Oh really? God, I I wish we weren't such a slave to Discord, but it really is the easiest of these things to use. You know, <laughs> all the other ones, it's the easiest one to use. So I've uh, right. Oh. I've returned. I've attempted to refiddle with it. Hope it works better. Oh, that that does sound all better. Right, all right. Actually, that actually does sound better. Um. All right. So, David, what do you got? All right. All right. So, uh, a little bit of the story time. So, in '93, a little baby David. Well, I guess I was <laughs> for six years old, but so I wasn't really a baby. But yeah, I, I I'd say that. Uh, dumb, young, didn't understand English, anything. So, yeah. Um. Hmm. How can I approach this? I talked to Forsen here before about this. So. Um, we had a uh, Nintendo Entertainment System here at home, uh, Super Mario, Duck Hunt, and whatever. But none of those actually melded with me. I, we didn't have a Super Nintendo at the time. I would never had one. So um, I then stumbled into my uh, older brothers. I had two older brothers playing a certain game on uh, my our parents' computer. They were playing Doom. Wait, wait, Doom? So, uh, D-U-N-E or D-O-O-M? <laughs> Doom. 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 We're doomed. They sound the, the Dune and Doom. They they Doom and Dune. They sound so like I I always like yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Doom. Wow. Yeah. Don't so you doom. just love the English language? No. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I don't. It's my only language. No, I'm... we're not playing Dune too. No, I wish I were. 
<laughs> also a great game. Also yeah, a great exactly. game. Uh, so uh, my brothers were uh, very scared of seeing the little brother walking in. Oh, what's this? This looks cool. So they were really quick to uh, quit the game and just shut down the computer. And oh, try no. to. Oh, no. They were just not supposed to play this. Oh, no, 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 no. I was, well, the old, I was the older brother in that situation, <laughs> so I know how that feels. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't, want so, a, uh, you don't want a six-year-old walking in on Doom. That's a good... That, 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 I, got, I kind of got to give props to your brothers on that one that's because because i love doom don't get me wrong but i was 20 when it came out so i i was i was the target audience of that game but for a six-year-old yeah i wouldn't show a six-year-old doom no i i i wouldn't um so guess what happens afterward you found a way to load it up yourself Hell yeah. Finding out how those <laughs> commands work and all that stuff. So I start up the game myself, and then they start hearing all those bangs and shoots. And, oh, no. Well, monsters. <laughs> and then you run here. Oh, no, you're not supposed to play this. <laughs> Too late. I've been corrupted. That's great. I'm dying. That is I'm great. Dying. Well done, six-year-old David. Well done. So we have... So we have one person born in spaces. We have one person born to kill demons. Bloody hell, what a lineup. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, I uh, love Doom. It was an amazing time, I gotta say. God, have you tried the... the have, have you stumbled onto the current... I'm gonna do a tangent. I know. I'm gonna do a tangent here. Have you stumbled what, onto tangents? the... Have you stumbled onto the current uh, WAD communities? Like people making Actually, all these. No. I, I, oh my I've god! Seen some of them on, uh, on YouTube, though. Sir, like there are so many. Whatever. There's there are not only people making amazing wads for Doom One and Two right now that you can just download for free, and they're all amazing. Amazing. There are like these level generators that can create whole multi-level campaigns for Doom, that, and it, it generates a wad file that you just drag into onto the onto the modded uh, Doom file. And it's amazing. It's just, there's so, if you're into Doom, I could put, I can send you some links. There are so many amazing mods going on, like right now. People are making them, and some of them are still like being sold as, as games. Like, what was the one that just came out? Um, Suffice? Is that the one Suffice? I'm thinking? Suffice, maybe? God, what? It just Suffice. came out. It just, Suppless? Suppless? What the fuck? God, I can't remember the name of it. Hang on, I can figure it out. Um, it. it just came out. That was apparently a ma a wad someone made. Uh, a wad is a doom. Um, yeah, supplies. Right? Supplies. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That was originally a, a a a free like wad that someone's made into a commercial product. That is apparently really good. And uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I bought it. What it what it is practically is it's a third first person shooter on the Doom engine, not than a Doom Doom mod. But still, <laughs> yeah. But there are also all these free ones you can just get that people are making, and they're amazing. And so, if you love yeah. Doom, I could point. I'll, I'll after the show, I'll point you to some links. Uh, I have to dig them up, but oh my god, there's so much good Doom stuff out there. If you love, Do if you just want to load up a level of Doom and see what people are making, even today in the Doom and Doom Two engine, like it's astounding what people are making. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, if I may, for uh, another thing here about uh, Doom, in my later years, I actually read up on, on the game that it was supposed to be something bigger than just a first-person shooter. It became maybe for the better, because they actually, from what I 
uh, read on the web, uh, they actually tried to make like an RPG or something like that. They had uh, NPCs to buy equipment from and all that stuff on Mars in, yeah. in, in Doom as we know it. But yeah, they scaled it down to a first-person shooter that we know uh, today. Something similar did actually come out. In, if you mean like an RPG on a Doom engine, we had actually a few of those. Yeah, there were a couple of uh, those, and they were... God, oh, Shadowbringer? Something like that? God, what were they called? I, I know what you're talking about, Jacob. I just can't remember the names. Um, there were like a few. Yeah, and I, they weren't bad, if I recall. Um... Was it Heretic? Heretic was, a li- Heretic was a little more of RPG, but not like that was still more a first person shooter than an RPG. But there were some. Um, there were. Oh, God. We'll have to talk about this later. Yeah, it, I know what you're talking about. It had elements of them. Oh, oh yeah. Strife, Strife, that, that was, familiar. Strife was. Yeah. Strife definitely skirted the line between RPG and. Uh, yeah, Strife definitely screwed more of the RPG line than the first-person shooter line. That was definitely more in the middle. And then that was really good, too. Strife was really good, yeah. That's a good one. But I think there were a couple others that I can't remember. Oh, God. But I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, but I think they did the right thing by scaling it down to a, a purely distilled violence fest that it ended up being. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so we've spent half the show talking about our first uh, computer games. Now I guess we'll talk about our first console games. Well, Thorsten, you can we you can figure something out for you, Thorsten, because you didn't have a console. But but I, I guess... Uh, uh, a lot of options. But I, but I guess also we can talk about, like, even if you didn't own a console, we can talk about consoles maybe you played at a friend's house. We can talk about that, too. That that would probably count. That would be your first absolutely, console. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely no problem, Brian. Yeah, Absolutely that would be your first problem. console game, even if you didn't own it. Uh, so my first console game, I'm I'm not going to go with Pong because that's too easy. Um, because that was the whole machine. Like I don't I don't feel like that counted, you know. So I'm going to say my first console game uh, was it uh, the game that came with the Vectrex. Does anyone remember the Vectrex? Of course, yes. Okay, I'm going to put it in the chat here. Uh, the Vectrex was a, uh, they call it the first portable compu- portable console because it was a CRT with a controller plugged into it, basically. It was a tiny little CRT. It was like 9, 10 inches or something. It was so small. Uh, but the thing weighed a million pounds, and, uh, and it was only black and white. If you wanted color, they had these plastic overlays you would put on the thing. <laughs> To give you a little bit of color. It was purely black and white, but it came with a game built into it. It was an asteroid clone called Mindstorm uh, that I played the ever-loving hell out of because I think it had a few features that uh, asteroids didn't. Um, But uh, it it was built into the damn thing, and uh, it was... I think it had some more more asteroid types and and whatnot than asteroids did. I think that was the thing about one of the things about it. But um, my God, I played my my uncle and I. My uncle also owned a Vectrex, Vectrex back in the day, and we had competitions. We'd like send each other photos of our high score. Like we would mail each other photos. We would take a picture with a camera, <laughs> develop the film. And then mail each other pictures of our high score. That's how we did a quote-unquote screenshot back in 1981. 
and 82. <laughs> but yeah, Mindstorm. Two words. Um, here's a link to it uh, in the chat. And um, yeah, that's that was, I guess, my first like traditional console game. If you think about a console as a thing that can play multiple games via cartridges or discs or whatever. Um, I hesitate to call Pong a console because that's all it played. Um, so when I think of a console, I think of a thing that plays multiple things via like a cartridge. And, uh, so Mindstorm, I would consider my first, uh, console game. And my God, I played the Everla and the Vectrix was also a great system. It had a Star Trek game on it. Um, that was really fun. It was basically shooting Klingons in first person mode. I think it was like Star Trek motion picture, the game or some nonsense. Uh, but, <laughs> and like there was a game that actually had voice. Like, I don't know how they did it, but they actually got rudimentary voice in one, in one or two of the games, um, which was in 1981 and two, that was like mind blowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mind blowing. Um, so yeah, I will say Mindstorm was, probably my first and I sold that thing back in the nineties for a couple hundred dollars. And I still regret it to this day. Like I still regret selling the damn thing. Cause that was a lovely little machine. It really was. What, what we really should mention about the CC Vectrex was that it was entirely vector graphics based entirely. Uh, and uh, I'm totally fascinated to this day Despite uh, all the simplicity of the games uh, on, 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 on this thing, but it, it, it's still very, very fascinating to me. And I would, would uh, literally uh, hack my left arm uh, uh, off and uh, to buy one, if I could get one for a reasonable price. Eh? Oh, sorry. Still I guess there? something happened here in the background. Uh, 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 did we lose our audio? Uh, I don't know. Seems everybody's here, but uh, Brian. Brian, hello. Oh, that's weird. Um... That's my fault. Sorry. Uh, what happened? So what was the last thing you guys heard? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Um, not we can. Okay. What was the last, what was the last thing you heard that I said? Uh, you were talking about your games, but I don't remember what okay. the very last thing was. Okay. So I think as I was gesturing about, cause I gesture when I talk. I think I accidentally tapped the mute on my microphone. Cause all you need to do is touch it. Um, and I didn't notice. Uh, so I apologize. I was talking about how I sold a Vectrex in the nineties, how I still miss it. Um, how it had some great games like star Trek games. As, and okay. Um, and it, uh, sadly, I don't know why, uh, I think it came out earlier than 1982 because I think I got it in like 80. I don't know why it's saying 82 on Wikipedia, but uh, I remember 
that uh, it, it, along with a lot of other systems, were killed by the video game crash of um, 1983 and 84. Um, so it's a shame because it was such a great system and I still regret selling it. But yeah, mine, Mindstorm was my first console game. If you look at a console as a thing that can play multiple cartridges. Um, so that, and that's how I'm considering it. So, um, so yeah, that's mine. Uh, Julie, do you have a first console game? Yes, I do. And uh, I, I went out and all at once I bought the NES, the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. But the one I played the most was on PlayStation before they had numbers. Hmm. And, uh, and I will just copy a picture here and that is the Gran Turismo from PlayStation and I grew up when (laughs) I grew up when cars all had V8s and (laughs) measured in hundreds of horsepower Yeah. Uh, yeah my first car was uh Galaxy with a 350-500 with a 357 Windsor in it. And uh, gasoline was 31 cents a gallon. And so, uh, you know, my granddad owned a gas station. And he, one of his customers came up to him once and said, oh, the guys uh, across the street is a penny cheaper because he's 30 and you're 31 cents a gallon. And my granddad said, one day it'll be $1.50 a gallon and you'll be screaming for this price. Little did he know. <laughs> so uh, I grew up in the era of muscle cars. And uh, when all is said and done, uh, I won't get into it, but I'm probably lucky to be alive or not doing five to 10 someplace, consider my high school years. So I bought a PlayStation and I bought Grand Turismo because it had access to all the cars I dreamed about when I was growing up. And, uh, you know, now my car's a little four banger and I love it, but, uh, I played this <laughs> every Sunday uh, the roomie I had was like, okay, I got to pick you up after you're done with work in the afternoon. So every Sunday I played everything except there, the, there was a race on here that was like eight hours long. And that's where I drew the line. And it was one that was like <laughs> four hours long. Wait, but I what? Played everything. Yeah, there was a race on here that just would take all day to finish. Oh, my so, God. And, and, uh, and there was one that would take several hours. And I did finish that one. But I... I played this one till the virtual wheels fell off, and uh, that was my one of my first console games. Wow, Gran Turismo! I know a lot of people who still consider that the best of the series, the first one. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people. I really like the second one. Yeah, I know a lot of people who love Gran Turismo. I've actually never played a Gran Turismo game. Um, I have. Oh wow! I might be the only one here then. Uh, <laughs> It seems a little daunting for me. I'm more of an arcade racer guy, type of guy. So they've always seemed a little daunting to me. Um, but Well, you know, I used to, I'd put it on the TV and I'd got my, my little handheld controller. And I'm one of these people that would like lean when the car goes around the corner, you know, lean the other way. Cause I get really involved in it, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like I said, I know, I know, I know. So many people have have love have a lot of love for that game, um, and the series. 
Like, period. Like, people love that series. All right. Uh, Thorsten, so you didn't have... So, but you, you played consoles on your friends uh, with your friends. So we'll use that. Um, oh, 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 you just posted yeah. in the chat. Oh, shit. Yeah, I love that game. River Raid, y'all. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. We played the shit out of this game. God, yes. No. Really. God, that was a time. That was a time where act everything Activision made for the Atari was freaking gold. Everything. Yeah, Pitfall, River Raid, all, the, all those classics. Oh my god! Yeah, it was the time, the time when, when Activision was still was still great. <laughs> oh my god, I love River. I love the. There were like, I think there were two of them, right? I think there were two River Raid games. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. Oh my god, I played. I played the hell out of both of them. God damn! Ah, oh. oh man! Oh man! Oh. <laughs> It's still a good. It, this game still holds up today. If you play it, it's, it's that's amazing. Honestly, oh, oh man, you don't have you don't have you don't have many games that that are uh, still playable after forty years or so. It's I really I really loved it, and, and every every one of our friends loved it. And no, I'll, we, I'll... we spent we spent we spent whole we spent whole afternoons with, with this game when we oh. should do homework or such stuff. No, I hear you, man. A lot of people like love. I, I I've talked to so many people over the years who just have. You you bring up an Activision game for the twenty six hundred, and their eyes just go glaze over and like, oh yeah, them's like, were the days. Uh, yep. Yes. <laughs> I think like I played so much. Remember Keystone Capers? Remember that one with you're the cop in the mall, and you had you're chasing. Oh, you're, oh my god. That might be that and Pitfall one and two, I think were my most played Activision games for the 2600. But I played so much River Raid and Endoro. Remember Endoro? Oh my God. I, yeah, oh my God. Too, yes. oh. But, but River, Raid, River Raid was, was, was River Raid. real. real oh my first, God. First, first yeah. So many good memories of River Raid. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, shit. Okay, Jacob, what do you got for your first console game? My first console game, I was going to, uh, I mean, I was going to ask if mobile mobile consoles count, and then you brought up yours, so uh, yeah, I guess they do. Sure, uh, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, absolutely. Back in the olden days of 2010, I had <laughs> a Game Boy Advanced. Ooh. Which was in a which, real fancy piece of which, game. Which one, the original or the SP? Uh, it was the SP. It was the folding one. Oh yeah, I still have. I still have one. I have a red one. I'm oh very, nice! I love I it lost, so much. I lost it and was Aww. very happy that, that when I got my Nintendo DS, I could also play those games I already had. Yes, oh, that was such a brilliant move on their part. Oh my god! Yes, just had the slot in the bottom. You could just shove in the big cartridge. So, uh, what the game that came with it and the game that I played the most of it was. Uh, was a game that is seemingly kind of underappreciated. It was Yoshi's Island. It was the remake of Yoshi's Island for the Game Boy Advance originally, an SNES game. And I don't have much to say about it besides I played the hell out of it, out of it to completion multiple times and it was tons of fun. I never played that. Even one. if it was really. No, I never played that. I don't think I've ever played any of the Yoshi games. Come to think of it. I'm honestly not surprised because for some reason that's the one that people didn't play much 
Well, it's a platformer, right? I'm I'm not much for, yes. for I'm not much for platformers, to be perfectly honest. Um, but uh, I know a lot of people love that one. God, that was and such a great Yoshi system games too. Can, Yoshi games can still be played on Nintendo Switch if you want to go back and indulge yourself. On a- <laughs> Julie, <laughs> hey. I gotta be I, I honest. No switch, but I've got one. No, I've got to be honest. The, the as as sat, it's 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 weird what Nintendo's doing. Like they just shut down the the e stores for the 3ds and the Wii U. So a lot of games are getting lost because of that. But at the same time, they're bringing in all these old classic games for their Switch service. You got to pay for it, but. They're adding more and more games to that all the time. So it's like they're shutting down all these old marketplaces, but they're kind of bringing these old games to Switch with, uh, what is it called, Julie? Do you remember the th- what, what's called that service where you pay for it yeah, a year? It's uh, Nintendo Online. And Thank you. they bring back, it's like I used to play back in the day. I played this game called... Uh, Pokemon Stadium, you know, growing up, and yes. it was like I have long since lost track of it. And then here it is, pop popped up the other day. Said, "Oh, you can play Pokemon Stadium," and he said, "Wow, you know, but you still can buy some of the old kind of games for your Switch." And I bought a few of those. Yeah, thank. Thankfully, they're making more games um, available to purchase too, uh, but. Um, yeah, it's such a sh- it's such a shame they're killing the uh, the stores, you know, because a lot of games are going to be lost, you know, forever. Well, you know, there was one guy who was just and he was in the news just before they shut down the store, and this guy's got to have money. He spent twenty five grand doing it. Oh yeah, I saw that video. Game in the store, <laughs> they and and um, they had to do it all with e gift cards. Yeah, and that's why that's why I'm gonna buy a, a one terabyte uh, micro SD card for my Switch, so I don't run into that problem. Because eventually they're gonna shut down this store. Yeah, it's I'm so I'm so torn about Nintendo. Like they make they have such great systems and they make such great games, but then they do such player hostile things like so, shutting whole stores down. It, it's it's I'm so torn about Nintendo right now. <laughs> like that guy that taught everybody how to how to hack their uh, their their switch, and he had to go to prison. He only had to do a few months of the Jeez, years. What? Yeah, he taught everybody how to jailbreak their switch, and so they could play pirated games. And the Nintendo Corporation came after him, oh and gosh. he ended up getting I mean, years in jail. I mean, he only that- had to do it. He just got out after doing a few months, but he still owes the Nintendo Corporation $25 million. So, yeah, I'm kind of torn between this, you know, and it's like... I mean, that isn't exactly legal. Let's be honest. That isn't exactly legal, but... You you know, I ask myself, at some point, I have to draw the line between when am I hurting myself and when am I standing up for principles? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Because, I mean, I have a lot of Nintendo games. I mean, I have a lot of Nintendo systems. I have a Wii. I have a Game Boy Advance. I've got a, I've got a Switch. I've got a 3DS. Uh, and I've, I've, there are a lot of wonderful games on those systems made by people who aren't Nintendo. So it's, it's tough. You know, it's, 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 
it, 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 it's, 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 it's really tough <laughs> to be a Nintendo fan right now. <laughs> yeah, my, my line gets drawn at Randy Pitchford and anything that has JK Rowling on it. Mm, absolutely. Yep. So David, why don't we wrap up with your first console game? So I'm very, very torn here because I was wondering if I can uh, twist the rules a little bit here, maybe. At Explain. W- ru- rules? Explain. What rules? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have rules. For starters, we were supposed to be talking about retro games. Uh, it just, uh, this uh, is just now a how, how did we get here episode? Like, how did we start on this, on this accursed path to sitting on a podcast and talking about video games? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I kind of did talk about like uh, early NES games, uh, well, being my first console game, but. I'm starting more to think about the the first console game that left an impression on me. May That's I take fine. That instead? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, it's kind of funny because we're circling back to something. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, once again, story time, I suppose. Um, sure. In elementary school, my uh, best friend there at the time, uh, his father was working on a company called at the time Egmont. Uh, there, there were once uh, localizing and uh, releasing games here in Sweden. So uh, his father al- always came in with a lot of uh, rare and cool games that were well tested and rated and all that stuff uh, before they were released to the public. So he had multiple of these uh, promo discs and stuff. So uh, um, when I came home to, uh, at one time, it was like, oh, yeah, you got to try out this game. We have a, it has a split-screen multiplayer where you can uh, face each other and build robots. I was like, yeah, I like Transformers. Oh, it's not Transformers. It's Armored Core. Wait, what's that? Oh, and boy. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow, and that game left a huge impress- impression on me. So, uh, yeah, I will never forget that moment when we sat there completely wasting ways to those, those summer days in front of PlayStation 1 playing Armored Core uh, split-screen multiplayer against each other. Yes! Yes! Here I we f- go! Here I, for- we go. I forgot to tell you guys, I played the, I think the first mission of was it, Armored Core 3 on the PSP here on my Vita. I liked it. I liked it quite right. a bit. Delightful. So I'm it definitely better, and by oh. better I mean more oh, yeah. insane. Oh, that's good. That's oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much, so I'm definitely going to be playing more as I have time. Um, so, uh, but yeah, wow. Armored Core, yeah, when I played it, I didn't actually ever own it myself. I played it on yeah. a friend's place. And the actual first uh, Armored Core game I personally owned was Armored Core 2 for the PlayStation So I can but, only imagine your reaction when they announced a new Armored Core game yes, a few months ago. Yes, I completely freaking exploded in front of my <laughs> computer when I saw the news. I got to admit, they, get, they did a good job keeping a secret on that one. They did a really good job keeping a secret on that one. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. But the amount of uh, like customization you could do, I, I guess that, that was um, at that point when I realized that I love customization in games. Like, oh, you can make a reverse-oriented mech, or you can fr- make a freaking tank if you feel like it. You can make a mech that flies like a freaking bird. It's up to you. <laughs> it has all, all has its benefits and downsides, and all will eventually end up beating the snot out of by the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One way or another. Target verified. Commencing hostilities. <laughs> Commencing <Yeah>. hostilities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, nine ball serif. Oh, that's great. 
No, that's the, so I I'd say this was a good show. We came up with some good, really good retro games for our first uh, computer and console games. So uh, that's sorry. Go ahead. No, just it was a fun show. Just yeah, that was a good. It was a good idea for a topic, Julie. Very good idea for a topic. Um, quite nicely. Yeah. So, friends, next week on the show, we're going to do a topic I came up with, uh, talking about breaks from uh, gaming. Because I was thinking of taking a break from streaming this week um, at some point last week because I was so tired, uh, and that got me thinking about like, when are we taking a break? When are we taking breaks from games? Because I've also run into a lot of people online that are like, I don't enjoy games anymore, and I always tell them to take a break. You know, if you're not enjoying a thing, take a break from it. So we're going to talk about the breaks we've had and how breaks can be therapeutic. And uh, sometimes if you're not getting joy out of a thing, it's okay to walk away from it uh, for a while um, or forever. If you don't feel like ever coming back to it, that's fine. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about next week. And um, tomorrow is going to be the last entry of X4. Um <laughs> Hopefully someone will finally pay me is what I'm calling the series because Jesus <laughs> I've done all these, I've done oh, all these yeah. things for people for free and I'm tired of it. <laughs> tired of it. So I've got to say it's, it's a pretty amusing week so far. Pay- your pay, your pay is bringing the honor of the queendom to the rest of the galaxy. I can't repair my ship with honor, Julie. They won't take <laughs> the, space, the the wharf won't take honor to repair my ship. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that doesn't equate to credits. All right, so we're gonna do that tomorrow. Uh, I hope you all have a great day, everyone. Be safe, be well. Please take care of each other. Thank you, as always, to our patrons. And as always, thank you to those of our friends who have gotten vaccinated yet. If you haven't gotten vaccinated yet. Uh, I kind of tripped over my words there. If you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, please, please join the Vax Squad and uh, and uh, join us in uh, not going to the hospital if we get COVID. Because, <laughs> my God. Um, with that, I uh, hope you all have a great day, everyone, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning for some more X4. Hopefully they'll pay me for something. Uh, have a great one, y'all. Bye-bye.